When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Eleven, or Jane as she seems to be identifying now, uses her remote viewing capabilities to find the girl from the prologue of this season, who we only know is eight. She flees from her aunt's house when she overhears her talking to the Hawkins Sheriff's Department, trying to reach Hopper. Jane has tracked Eight down to Chicago. After a rough introduction to Eight's gang, Eight introduces herself as Callie and explains that she uses her mental imaging powers to help outcasts like herself regain and maintain their sanity, as well as hunt down the men and women responsible for experimenting on her and Jane. Jane agrees to help with her fight, and they quickly track down the orderly that administered the electroshocks that incapacitated her mother. When the moment comes to kill him, Jane learns he has daughters of his own and cannot go through with it. The police arrive, and Jane, Callie, and the gang have to retreat. At the abandoned factory that serves as Callie's hideout, Jane has a dream where she sees Mike and Hopper in trouble at Hawkins' lab. A heavily armed police unit converges on the factory, and Callie and Jane use their powers to help the gang escape. But at the last minute, Jane realizes she has to go back to Hawkins to help save her friends. Callie tearfully leaves her sister behind. Welcome to Dungeons Demogorgons, the officially unofficial podcast for Stranger Things on Netflix. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And we just got done watching Season 2, Episode 7, titled Chapter 7, The Lost Sister. Uh, what do you think of this one? Good. Um, last episode proved the show can survive without Eleven or Jane, and this episode proves that uh, Jane can survive without uh, the boys. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, it, was, it, was, it was good. It was good. I liked the, the energy or chemistry between Jane and Callie. Um, I thought they're extremely sympathetic characters. Um, I, uh, some, some of, uh, some of, uh, Callie's gang was kind of on my nerves. The Mohawk guy, especially, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, but yeah, it was good. And I, I was wondering, cause like the, you know, this was starting to go really dark air, the dark places when she was choking to death that, uh, the, mm-hmm. the, the big fat idiot that, you know, seemed like a cruel, cruel guy. Cause I was wondering like, okay, you know, he, he's pulling this I was only doing what they told me to do and I'm like well I guess if it was just the electroshock therapy maybe you could get off but Callie has this memory of this guy just cattle prodding this like 10 year old yeah. girl and like I, you know uncalled no, for no one has to tell you that that's wrong right. like you know you f- fucking thug so you know uh, Jane is choking this guy to death mm-hmm. and I'm like god this is dark this is a little girl you know the same kind of thing we, we talk about a lot with Arya on Game of Thrones sure like yeah this is righteous and I'm not saying it's wrong but is this overall healthy for and then Jane sees the guy's daughters in the picture and the daughters are at the house calling the police and I'm like okay 
And then when she gets the Dagobah vision of 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 you know <laughs> yeah. Mike and Hopper and and Obi Wan Kenobi tries to say no you haven't completed your vengeance training yet she's like nope got to go back and and I actually got a little choked up when she said the line uh you know your your friends your Callie says your friends can't save you and she goes no but I can save them mm-hmm. and like that's uh, that 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 got me so yeah I I'm in the tank for this episode you uh. I don't like this episode at all. <laughs> Seriously? I really hated this episode. Whoa! I, I was not interested in any way in this particular story. Like, I I wish that there had been some kind of way to get somebody else on board with Jane's quest here, with Elle's quest, because I, I felt like introducing all these new characters that we do not care about just in, in the middle, just completely shit all over the momentum that this season had. Huh. I felt like this just ripped me right out of the story, and they needed to find a way to tie it better into what's happening in Hawkins huh. um, for me to care at all. I, th- I mean, I, I see where you're coming from. For me, it was important that Elle gets some agency, because thus far in the story, she hasn't, right? She's made snap decisions for her survival, mm-hmm. which are not choices that one makes. Here she chooses to, you know, she 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 chooses to leave Hopper's cabin. She finds her mother. She gets her mother's message. She interprets it how she she wants. She goes and finds her sister, and mm-hmm. then she's presented with the first genuine choice of the series: whether she wants to stay with her sister and pursue this path of vengeance, or go back and and help save uh, her her friends. And and also, yeah, the, abso- know- absolutely. And I'm not going to disagree with any of that. I right. think that needed to happen, but. The problem here is that it killed the momentum on the other story for me. And if they could have had some way... The the thing that we've been praising them all along for is how well they tie the stuff together mm-hmm. um, with all of the different plots. And this just completely did the opposite here. It took us entirely away from what's happening in Hawkins and showed us something that needed to happen but didn't need to happen in this way. Well, but Could have been better better written to to coincide with the other stuff that's happening. Yeah. At least thematically. I mean, my argument would be that they use those scenes of, like, Hopper trying to reach out with her on the radio and, you know, the the scenes mm-hmm. from the Hawkins, the ground. But those so... were crumbs, and they needed a whole fucking loaf. Right, like... but no, they weren't crumbs. They were connections, so we see the sense of urgency that, like, as Jane is off in Chicago on this adventure, we know mm-hmm. the clock is really ticking for Mike and Will and Hopper uh back home and is she going to make it back in time so like i don't know it's like uh what so i I made the analogy as a joke but what is the difference between this and luke's training montage on dagobah because like you've got the rebels fleeing for their life in the middle of Mm -hmm. the shit so to speak because luke is the main character luke Mm. is the character that we care about the most in that moment so jane isn't i think l we definitely care about but they've set it up to where we care about everyone equally in my mind and so to take us entirely away from the story of one to do the story of another is something they've never done before and Mm. something that doesn't feel like stranger things to me but they did it last episode so i feel like I feel like in your... Yeah, but it was everyone except Elle. It was like all of the yeah, stories yeah, yeah. that I care about except for one. Right. Whereas this is none of the stories I care about except for one. Okay. I mean, I don't want to get in an argument with you because it's your damn opinion. <laughs> yeah. But like, I'm just saying that like the consequence of last episode... I mean, I don't, I don't know how else they tell the story and present her with a choice if she never gets away from sure. Hopper, especially. Mm-hmm. 
Like, she never gets away from Hopper. She can never make a choice because Hopper's making those decisions. Just as you, you pointed out several episodes ago, there's, you know, there's lots of different, like, moral and ethical differences between Hopper and Papa or Brenner. Mm-hmm. But methodology and practice and from Elle's experience, there's not. And I think she needed to get away to get that perspective. And I don't, like I said, I was super engaged. Um, I really liked Callie. Uh, I didn't like her gang so much, but she has to have one. So, and I felt like they were all very thin. Like they weren't characters so much as yeah. r- very different and brightly shaped people that you can recognize immediately. Like the Mohawk guy, yeah. the giant black. No, and dude, the, I mean that doesn't feel like hair. Stranger Things either, right? Like the the thing that we talk about Stranger Things being great at is endearing us to the characters, yeah, or endearing the characters to us right away, like right. immediately, and and efficiently and they don't do that here either Hmm. so i mean you're right these do feel like they were designed to be disposable characters but again i'm trying to think of how i guess how they do better and i i just the the problems you're having with like feeling angsty about getting back to the next to to what's going and getting back at hawkins like i didn't feel throughout the the episode Hmm. okay um Uh, there are some things to like about this episode Hmm. but ultimately i felt like it just ripped me right out of the season uh, I like the the fact that the girls have different manifestations of their powers, like that they're yeah, not yeah. just cookie cutter, that uh, uh, Callie's got this uh, mental imagery that she can do. She can make people see horrifying things or beautiful mm-hmm. things. Or I thought one of the nicest effects in the series is when she made that like metallic shield wall between yeah, the cops cool. and her van. Uh, I thought that was a big kind of showy moment, mm-hmm. uh, nice showpiece. Um yeah. And they're they're doing a whole bunch. You mentioned the analogy of Star Wars. They're doing a whole bunch of Star Wars stuff here. I mean, yeah, there's it's, it's, it's not even just you know the the training thing, right. and he's got to go off to save his friends. It's Luke pulling his the Vader thing with Vader on his shoulder, saying "Given to the dark side." It's well, the, she even confronted the Vader, the Yoda thing, of Vader. lifting the X wing out of the swamp. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's everything. You know, but, but, and she's even she's even confronting the Vader, like like literally yeah. the way Luke Brenner. had to confront the the ghost of Vader. He had. To confront the the ghost of Brenner, do you and you you were violently in disagreement that Brenner's still alive? Yeah, no. When they when Ray tried to suggest that Brenner mm-hmm. was still out there, I said no, he's fucking not. We saw the Demogorgon jump at him. We didn't see him disemboweled, but what possible reason would the Demogorgon have to spare Doctor Brenner when he kills literally everyone else? I think he might very well be fucked up and disemboweled and really hurt bad. But did he die? How now? I guess the the big the yeah, strongest I, argument, and I'm playing because I don't sure, I don't sure. have a dog in this fight. I'm just yeah. looking at the story. I guess the the biggest thing you could say is that if Brenner's still alive, why do we have the possibly evil, you know, Doctor Paul Reiser? <laughs> yeah. well, unless we're Brenner... calling him possibly evil, I'm not. I don't know. That's tongue in cheek, but yeah. Right. Um, unless Brenner's going to be in some kind of like mechanized Vader right, suit, that's Vader. Like he's just at the, the the bowels of the the Hawkins lab. That's going to be unleashed in episode. I mean, I, I, uh-huh. I he's going to come back as RoboCop. It, it, <laughs> it feels silly. Robo-doc. It feels silly, but I've seen the show. Like you know, we were mocking the idea that they were they would have a cute uh, upside down creature, and then they fucking pulled it off temporarily so, yeah <laughs> right so like you know there you say robocop and i'm like well shit that was definitely an 80s thing it was like i mean i think that sounds ridiculous but maybe they can pull it off maybe maybe um, i don't know uh in, it, in my opinion burner is dead at the moment and i i think also because um you know mike 
and and Hopper have instilled this kind of like you know moral code into her, um, and like you know Eleven or Jane is kind of very feral and angry as her like default setting. And I thought it was interesting to give her this sister that she had this instant bond with. I had the shared experience, and her sister's like, that's fine. It's fine to be angry. Like, mm-hmm. you're justifiably angry, and that anger can make you powerful. Um, I, you know, there, no one has told her that. Like, sure. fucking Mike yeah. and Hopper, they, 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 they can't really relate, and they can't, you know, speak to her experience. And I, I think having Callie as that character to can... Mm-hmm. Um, was was super cool. And also the fact that um you know that moment where Jane decides not to kill this orderly Ray and then Callie's like well fuck this and gets the gun out and, and Jane smacks out her hand like Callie also says don't ever fucking take my choice away. Mm-hmm. And that's been a big problem with Jane that she has used her powers because she can to manipulate people and to prevent them, you know, like like mostly for good. But, you know, it's like this is the same kind of thing she did with, like, Lucas and the boys when she tried to keep him from the lab. And, mm-hmm. and this this person's respect also says that's, you know, that's not cool. You can't do that. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if that's going to be like a, you know, I, I felt like there's a lot of character development for Jane in this episode that she could never have had in the uh, Stranger Things formula. So I, yeah. I'll forgive him for breaking that formula <laughs> for a bit. Uh, yeah, I, I just... I'm glad when when she finally makes the decision to go back to Hawkins, a because I thought this was a misstep of an episode, but b, um, it it shows us what kind of character she's going to be because you have Darth Vader on your shoulder saying mm-hmm. "Given to the dark side" mm-hmm. and we're going to heal ourselves through revenge, which right. we know does not work. That's right. not that's not a proper treatment. You need right. to heal yourself in other ways. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if we're going to see Callie again. Um. But if we do. I wonder how it's going to work out for her. Well, I will say that to your point, you know, halfway through the episode when it seems like that she was just going to do this A-team shit with, with Callie, I'm like, wow. Like, I'm digging this, but how are, like, I, I assume that, that, that she has to come back to Hawkins, or you're right. This is a big <laughs> part of the show. And I'm like, I wonder how they're going to do that. Hmm. I would have been, I think I would have been more on your side if we had gone out of this episode and she was still no closer to getting back to the uh, the action on Hawkins. Yeah. Because that was something, I think I said last episode, like, boy, they really need L. Mm-hmm. Like, these people are yeah. really fucking up shit creek without any kind of paddles, curiosity, or otherwise um, with these Demogorgons and these creatures. Like, it's nice that Will's the spy, but can Will really fight back? Yeah. Uh, they need they need 11 to kind of even the, the playing field. So... I would have been a lot more impatient and probably a lot more bad, like in the tone of my review, if I thought they were going to string this out for. for, for I just longer. wish they had they had integrated it better. Like if we had seen glimpses of L in Chicago and glimpses of what's going on in Hawkins, kind of mixed together a little better. Like yeah. like in Empire Strikes Back. I mean, we're with right. Han and Leia and Chewie and C three PO. Like. A lot of the time, you know, right, they're and, dicking around an asteroid field, and right, and we also see, you know, Luke doing his Dagobah thing. But right. like, we see it all, and I feel like that has been the recipe that's worked so well for Stranger Things for so long. Why I do why think take this risk for and change it up? sure they could have interleaved these two episodes instead of having them be standalone. This is the one without L. This is the one with L. Yeah, and I don't like. It would be interesting to see like if it were. 
I'd like to do a cut of that, honestly. Like, cut these two episodes differently. Yeah. And see what I feel about Because they give about you it. everything you need to know. They give yeah. you these, like, three linchpin scenes that L observes remotely so you could know that, like, okay, here is where... And you could even, like, have that be either exit point or an entry point back into to L or Jane. Cause that's, this is another fucking... Uh, crazy eyes Susan thing where it's like, <laughs> what do you call it? I don't yeah. think it's going to be cool to call her 11 for, especially if she starts increasing identified as Jane, but yet we as the audience have yeah. known her as this for for a long time. Uh, I think she'll come back and the boys will be like, L, L, and she'll say Jane now. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Um, but it's just going to be a big adjustment. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think you could do that. And I, I don't, I wonder like if he asked the Duffer brothers, were they trying to build tension with like the audience like oh where's l and then also when you cut away from this disaster at the hawkins lab it builds more tension but i yeah i there there is that's something i can certainly get behind like there seems just like we say so many times on other shows that do this it doesn't seem like there's any reason you couldn't have riffle shuffled these episodes better yeah uh Mm -hmm. but ultimately i i don't think this is going to actually kill the momentum of the season right i think it's just going to it's going to be one of those things where I'm like, eh, I don't know if I really want to watch episode seven because I'm so engrossed in the Hawkins thing right now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, once we get back to Hawkins and Elle shows up, I'm sure I will be totally cool. My question is, I wonder if Callie will decide to follow her sister. Huh. That uh, could be because interesting. Because there was like a real, a real bond that she had very quickly. And like it, it, they imply that, and it makes sense because um, Callie's a lot older than Jane, but they made they made it seem like... Callie remembered Elle a lot more, Jane. Callie remembered <laughs> Jane a lot more than Jane remembered Callie, and uh-huh. Jane being disappeared when she got taken. Because it seems like the scientists quickly lost interest in in Callie. Uh-huh. Because it's like, well, what, what, you know, like this, this doesn't seem as applicable to warfare as the shit that Jane can do. Like, you can't kill a cat. Uh huh. Uh, you can you know you can make cats behave er- like erratic assholes and that's pretty much the default setting. <laughs> so like she got kind of abandoned and she didn't have anyone and th- that that caused her to use her powers to escape from the lab. And it sounds like she had a very similar experience to her where she fell in with someone that thought she thought she could, they could be home, but you know also they were super overprotective and mm-hmm. like I said i I would like to see I would like to see more um, I'd like to see more of Callie. Maybe less of her friends, <laughs> uh, and and we'll see if they can kind of integrate those together. Because I yeah, I think that Callie does good things for for Jane. Yeah, yeah, I, I it well provides interesting opportunities for Jane to make decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Callie is potentially a bad influence on Jane. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 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 Jane could be a good influence. The other way you can state that is Jane's a good influence on Callie. Yeah, and in as much as it's interesting to watch these two characters interact, I think it's good. I do like the idea that like you've got this mutant that using her like is <laughs> like she'd be the best therapist in the world because she can like you know directly inject things into your mind to calm you down or to stimulate your challenge. Because I got the idea. You know, I've only seen this episode once um, that all of these people had like severe mental problems, mental illnesses, emotional problems that Callie with her, you know, being able to make them see things was Hmm. able to make heal and whole, which is why they've kind of banded around her. Yeah. So that speaks like, you know, yeah, she's super dark and twisted when it comes to the Brenners and the rays of the world. But I'm, I'm not sure that's I'm sure I have a real problem with that other (laughs) than like you say, like. In as much as she can't move on and be healthy and have a normal life, you know, that's sad. 
Yeah. But, you know, I don't like like it's, it seems like a rational thing to be experimented on, have special powers and go back and, and wreak vengeance upon those mm-hmm. who wronged you. Totally. Uh, and I don't know if so I, I don't know if this actress who's playing Callie has ju- just has this accent, this mm-hmm. mix of English and Indian accent. But it's fucking spot on if she doesn't like if she's putting on this accent, mm-hmm. it sounds great. Yeah. Um it, but it's probably her actual accent. I yeah, I, I, I don't. I did a little because I thought for a moment when I saw her little girl picture, I'm like, oh shit, that's. I can't remember the the character's name in the Matrix, the Matrix sequels, but the little Indian girl who's like the Oracle's hope for like balance, <laughs> like 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 going to be the new Oracle or uh-huh. something like that. All, all I can see now in my head is young Callie in that role. Right, because I want to say they were dressed similar, or they had the braids or something. Yeah, like the, both they, of them. they had the braids, and they had those little like the like the, the those small hairs on the like the temples and stuff. They're kind of unruly, and uh, they were I both in a seen dress. In and, so long, and I'm like, oh shit! I wonder, like that would be because they're kind of like, okay, when was the Matrix? That was like ten years ago. That would like, oh, it was almost twenty. It was ninety nine. <laughs> well, I'm saying the the sequels. They were oh, out like okay. a couple years later, so yeah. like 2005. So it, you know, yeah, that, that she'd be about that age. But I looked up, and there's only like f- three other credits besides Stranger Things. Okay, I'll say that is like I do believe that yeah, she's probably uh, a British actress because mm-hmm. uh, she does have the mm-hmm. accent nailed. But maybe not. Maybe she's uh, from India or Delhi or Pakistan or who knows. Yeah, um, I, I wish. One thing I think they could have done a little bit better but probably didn't have time to do honestly in this one episode is if they had told me why these people had been hurt like her her friends like what happened to them you know like she said oh everybody here has been hurt or whatever and i'm right. helping him heal but like i need to know how they were hurt right. in order to really care yeah um like why does mohawk guy think he can put on a mask and rob a bank and nobody <laughs> will know that mohawk guy was the guy yeah uh, he seems damaged. <laughs> yeah. Well, not only that, but like, th- there was a couple things that I just, he especially, like, you've been palling around with this girl who can get a nosebleed and make cops think that tunnels are caved in and sp- spiders are doing this and that. And your first reaction to finding out that she's got this sister with another serial number tattooed on her arm is like, she can move things with her mind? No way. That's impossible. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, your perception of the world has not changed one bit. Right, it's like Captain Kirk finding out the Romulans have cloaking device and say that's fucking impossible. <laughs> Ships to faster than light travel and matter replication and transportation, sure, but invisible ships? <laughs> no, I don't believe it. Like, come on, that's so fucking yeah. annoying. It's yeah. so fuck. It's it's kind of like. You know, there's a little bit of zombie movies in there. It's like, okay, sure, everyone's going to have uh, disbelief of zombie, but like, you know, four or five weeks into the apocalypse, it's time to get on board that zombies are real. Yeah. Um, this guy, this guy, yeah. Oh, the other thing I wanted to talk about, she, Elle couldn't, or Elle or Jane, whatever, couldn't find Callie when she first looked for her. And it got me to thinking, why? Why not? Is it because she had such an old picture of her? And she looks so much different now. Um, or was it because she had to search basically the entire world at that point? Well, I mean, she seemed like she found that one Russian dude pretty handily. I think you're right. I think it's more like this picture was old and the connection tenuous. And it almost like her subconscious mind found her because she was asleep and dreaming. Like, hmm. like you know, her eyes were moving. Like, the, like, and that's when the vision came to her. Yeah. 
similarly to now, she's getting these dreams of like these these Dagobah visions of of Hopper and Will and yeah, or Hopper and Mike rather in trouble. Yeah, that's interesting. That is kind of a new thing for her. Yeah, I mean, it always in the past she has specifically had to go out and look for someone. Yeah, and maybe she is here. I don't know. But... I think they're also suggesting she's getting powerful because yeah. like. She moved that train car, and we're we're you know, like kind of poking fun when she started, like, "Oh, it's going to be a two two nostril bleeder," uh-huh. and it didn't. Like, she moved this very yeah. heavy thing, channeling her anger, and um, I I I think they're suggesting that maybe she's getting stronger. Yeah. Um, and like you know this this subconscious, like as she continues to exercise her power, and um, she's getting better at it. It makes sense. It's a mm-hmm. muscle. You, you you work it out, you're going to get better. Yeah. That's the thing, like. I've always interpreted the nosebleeds and her passing out with heroic efforts that like it's doing actual damage to her very mm-hmm. much in like there was that dopey game well not dopey game is a good game we played um life is strange uh-huh stranger things life is strange yep like people was nosebleeding I'm thinking something's going wrong with your brain and like you've got like a finite amount you can do that before like some fuse snaps and you're just a dead person mm-hmm. uh it doesn't seem to be the case with l this like no she just kind of Except, all right, I'm going to do this thing. My nose is going to bleed, and we're going right. to keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 if there is any long-term damage, we haven't seen it because, f- yeah. for all we know, Callie's been doing this for 10 years mm-hmm. and doesn't seem any worse to wear at all. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Shoplifting Egos. I like that nod. <laughs> that was pretty good, yeah. She's a, pro- she's a pro at this now. She is. Uh, that's... I don't really have much more to say about this episode. No, I'm I think really that's antsy it. to get back. Yeah, I want to get back to Hawkins, so maybe we should go. All right. Uh, if you'd like to send us feedback for the wrap-up podcast at this point, uh, Stranger Things at BaldMove.com. We also have uh, forum this, uh, forum posts at forums.baldmove.com. Every episode's already got its own thread, so you can jump in there at your own pace and discuss it with your fans, uh, fellow fans. And uh, if you want to keep up with our... Uh, I don't know. Today, like, it's done. Like, there's nothing to keep up with. Probably by the time yeah. you're listening to this, we'll have the all the episodes out, and it's just we're just waiting for the, the wrap-up podcast. But mm-hmm. uh, check out BaldMove.com and follow us along on social media if you want to keep up to date as the episodes are dropping. All right, Jim, let's get back to it. <laughs>